Okay, let's get a new parak. So the Mishnah starts. There were thirteen shofros, which we mentioned are like pushkas. They were then uh, we'll describe them in the Gemara. There were thirteen tables. There are thirteen times that one would, when upon entering the base of Migdash, from the beginning um, of the Harbayis up. He would, that would bow down in 13 specific places in the Mesa Mikdash. And shall base Rabbi Gamliel, shall base Rabbi Hanan, this kind of Kwanim, Hayim Shtachvim, Bar Basri. They were actually had a 14th one, and one additional one, and Bechanais Yisero, where was that extra one? Kenegadir Eitzim, that was opposite the chamber of wood. And the reason why is Shekin Visayis Biadan, they had a tradition from their fathers. Sheshamar and Nignaz, this is where the Aaron was buried. And Maisa the famous story with the coin, Shemis Asik, who was busy in the, it was a coin, Balmum, as we'll see in the Gemara. He was Miss Asik in the wood, and the checking wood. And Verasa Ritzba Shimishun Mechavase, so one of the tiles on the floor that it was different than the rest. Babar Melchaveri came to tell his friend, Lahispik, Ligmar Sadavar, he weren't able to even open it. Achiatsun Shrasso, he ended up dying. Viadu Biyichot, Shashamar Ganus, and it was supposed to stay that way, hidden. Okay, Tanya Shofrasa Lolo Akumos are you? They were bent. Tsaros Milamalan, narrow at the top, Rachvas Milamatan, and wide at the bottom, Mepnear Amon, so you can't look like you're giving charity when actually you're taking charity. Tani Bishem Rebelazar, Ha'arain Gali Amon. So we have over here a very interesting question. What happened to the Aron? Okay, so this is where is the lost ark exactly? Okay, and we see here a few opinions. And one in the Mishnah, which is it's hidden in the where the chamber of Yun of the of the wood is. Um, now we'll see a few other opinions. So Tanim B'shem Reblazar Aron Galimayim the Aron the Ark uh, went to Galus with them the Bavel in Bavel. My time. What's the basis for that? The pasuk says David there was nothing left. Amar Hashem says God there will be nothing left. Davar comes from Lashon of Dibrais. So that Saras had Dibrais, or it's nothing left. Meaning it was taken with them. What is the most precious of the Beis Hashem? That would be the Aaron. that's the Aaron. So that's the source based on text. Where the Aaron is in the name of Reb Yezer. Reb Shimon Lakish, I mean, no, it was buried right there in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, somewhere hidden away right there. How do you that the Pazak says, Vayurcha Badim, Vayurosha Badim ala Kodesh, El Pnea Dvir? The Badim were long and they stuck out, and you could see the, the, head, the, the, the heads of the poles in the Kodesh, into the Kodesh. Uh, and it wasn't seen outside. Um, what does it mean that it was seen and not seen? How could it say And it was uh, partially visible. Bolton, it would stick out. like the like the chest of a woman that it, it uh, sticks out a little bit. That's the second opinion that it was buried in the. It says never left. So it was never seen outside. It got a, must be that it was buried somewhere in that area. Next is the third shot, is the Rabbanon. And that's the story that we quoted in the Mishnah. And he was busy checking the wood in the Lishkas Dir Eitzim. 
He's in the room. He noticed a particular, um, a, a particular floor uh, tile that was different than the rest. And Bav Amal Chaveri went and told his friend, Come and see this floor over here. It's, it's different than the rest. They realized immediately that that's where the Aaron was buried. Now, Tanya Rabbeisha, Hikish Allah Bekornis, they hit uh, with a hammer on that spot, Piyat Esha, and a fire came out, Visarfaso, it was uh, whatever, they, they got burnt to death. So basically, they realized not to mess there, but they also realized that's where it's hidden. Okay. Tanya Rabbeisha, Hikish, um, so next. Tanu Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish, Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish learns, Amar Beza Aronis Hayu Mehalchim Im Yisro ben Midbar. In fact, there were two Aronos that traveled with Klal Yisrael in the desert. Echad Shaisa Tari Misluna, one that had the Tari in it. Echad Shayu Shiver Luchas and Shanam Seicha, and the other one that had the broken Luchas in it. Okay, Zeshaisa Tari Nisunim Seicha, Hayim Munach Ba'el Maid stayed in the Ba'el Maid, didn't leave. And that's what the Apostle says. Never left. There's a separate Aaron that had the broken Luchas in it. That was the one that would travel with them. They would go enter, enter and exit with them. And sometimes it would be seen with them. Uh, <coughs> okay, excuse me. Okay, um, the, that's um, that's Tanakama. That's Rebuda ben Lakish. Now, Rabbanon Ami, no, Aaron Echad Aliyah. It was only one Aaron. Pam Achas Yatsa Bimeya Eli, and there was one time that it was taken out in the time of Eli. Vinishba, and and we ended up getting captured, and that's the that was the um, and that's the famous story of the you know the whole thing with the. Uh, when when they were captured by Midian, and then everyone got uh, they they. What? I mean, it was the plishtim. I mean, the plishtim, right? It was the plishtim, and the plishtim got uh, a very bad case of uh, hemorrhoids, and then they gave it back on the wagon. That was the whole event. Anyway, so Karya Messiah leather abundant. The verse seems to support the abundant's opinion that it actually really never did leave, and it was that one time, and that's what it says. Um, 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 which is milu delo chamon minyamin, which sounds like you know something that was so rare that nobody ever saw. So that was the um, that was the Aaron. Sounds like the Aaron never wasn't like a, th- a thing that everybody saw it ever out. And carried the Messiah the Rebbe Yudah ben Lakish. It's also a pasuk that supports Rebbe Yudah ben Lakish because it says v'yomer shol achia shol told achia hagish Aaron alakim. Bring the Aaron. Now, Aaron be curious. Aaron, what do you mean the Aaron? The Aaron was in curious Aaron. So, um, so which uh, sounds like that there was two Arayas, which is Araya to Rabbi Yudav and Lakish. Now, Ma'ov the Rabbanon. What did the Rabbanon do with that? When he said bring the Aaron, he didn't say he didn't mean the Aaron. He meant bring the tzitz of the Kohen Gadol to um, not the actual Aaron. It was referring to the. Uh, to the clothes of the Kohen Gadol. Okay. Ka- yeah.
those nice images in uh, in art? Um, I, I uh, uh, it it's a good it, it's a question. I don't know what I don't know how it. Uh, I don't know, but, but it's hard to describe the, what this thing looked like. But clearly, it was kept. So, and, and uh, so, it must have not been. It, it, it seems to be a riot that this doesn't fall into that category. And maybe Goyim don't have the, as, as extensive a, of a limitation as we as we have it. We are now possessing them, you know. Yeah, right. No, it, that's what we'll get to, as we'll soon see. But uh, why was it okay? Maybe Goyim aren't commanded in that. They're only commanded in idolatry. They're not all the details of it. So maybe a graven image could be that they're allowed to make uh, if it's not. If they don't mean it as for an idol. And obviously, they built it as a service to Hashem, as a as a. Uh, you know, so something there was something positive that that's why we keep it in such a chashul place. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. So I don't know. Could be that's the answer. All right. Karim Masayla Reb Ben Lakish. There's another puzzle that supports Reb Ben Lakish. Aaron vi Yisrael Yehuda Yoshvim Sukkos that it was uh, sitting in Sukkos. What do you mean the Aaron was in Sukkos? It was in Tzian, in uh, where it belongs. So um, so that's uh, another riot that there was more than one Aaron. A nice proof. So the, uh, so the question is, uh, what is the Rabbanon going to do with that extra, this Pasuk over here? So the answer is, it was covered in like a temporary situation um, and not a permanent one. When it wasn't dwelling in Sukkot, it was dwelling in a temporary structure. And that's because the Bishop English was not yet built in the time. When the Aaron was hidden, it was hidden with it was the Tzintzenes Aman, which was, of course, the jar of man that Moshe Rabbeinu saved for posterity. And also the jar of the anointing oil that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And the staff of Aaron, and its flowers and almonds that were, that were on the staff of Aaron. That is a miraculous uh, proof that Aaron was chosen to be the Kohen Kadol. The Argus Sheshiva Plishtim Ashram Lelke Yisrael, and the chest that uh, again had the golden hemorrhoids in it, that the Plishtim returned to the uh, to the God of Israel, um, and they kept that also together with the Aaron, and it was all hidden away at the same time. Gonzo, who was the one who hid it away? Yeshayo, King Yeshayo Gonzo, he was the one who hid it away. Kimishara, since he saw Shekasev, the pasuk says in Devarim. Um, in the Teichel, Yodah Hashem Yisach Vesmalk Chashatukum Alecha El Goya Shaliyah Dato Atavah Vesecha that you can end up going to exile. It's stated in the pasuk. He says that's a fact, so I better uh, hide it away. Amar Vikanzo, and he said this shouldn't go to exile with them. Haduchsiv Hayomer Lelviim Amevinim Olachal Yisrael Akedoshim Hashem Tenuas Aron Akedosh Bebayis Hashem Ben Shloim Ben David Melech Yisrael and Lechamasa Bekotiv. What does that mean? From them, if you take it with you to Bavel, you're not going to bring it back. So I just know that once it goes to Golos Bavel, it's it's going to be lost forever. Best leave it here. Yeah, we have to serve Hashem um, without the uh, without the help of the Aaron. Okay, next. We we mentioned the Shem and Amishka, so we're gonna get into that topic. So Pitam Shem and Amishka, the um, special recipe for the uh, producing the Shem and Amishka. Pasuk says, you shall take for yourself. 
and it goes through a bunch of different materials. The Kiddush Chamesh uh, Meos fifteen. Fifteen hundred mana of kita chain elef chamish meos manim. So the grand total of all the spices was uh, eleven was one thousand five hundred manim. Mana is a measure, okay? And shemen zayis hin and the shemen olive oil was uh, a hin. What is hin? Shnei maser lug. That's twelve lug. Now twelve lug shabai sholkin as a current in that with those twelve lug. They took the spices and they cooked it into those into the oil, and it was and it infused the flavor into the oil. No, they they would put the uh, they would the, the spices were were being boiled in the water. The steam would come up and in, the steam would infuse the the smell into the oil, meaning the oil is sitting on top and and, and not and, and not in there. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's how it would absorb the smell into the oil. Now, uh, that's how we, that, uh, once it once it absorbed the smell, then they would take it off the uh, or take the oil off, siphon it off. And that's how they actually spice the oils. Um, you know the 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 these oil essences. Um, um, now, Hada, who the Chsiv, that's what the Pazuk says, Shemen Mishchas Kodesh, the oil, Shemen Mishchas Kodesh. Okay, now, Tani Reb Yuda Brebeloi, Reb Yuda Brebeloi learns, Shemen HaMishchas, Shasa Moshe, Bemidbar Moshe, Nisim Nasaboy, Mitchil Vatsayt. When you think about it, it's miracles from beginning till end. Why? Shemitchil, Allah, Hayyab, Boy, Elish, Nimas, or Luk. Grand total of 12 lug. A lug is not that much. It's about a liter. Okay, when you think about it. 12 liters, okay, it's a nice amount. But first, let's see what, what you're doing with it. Shemem, the Buddha says, is hin. It's a hin. A hin is 12 lug. Im lasof bayasi current. This is 1,500 of of, uh, of uh, spice. Okay, it's a lot of spice. Just to cover all that spice, lahay by something. It wouldn't be enough oil to coat it. Okay, and now there's not going to be any oil left after that. Okay, so Allah has come and come and the fire absorbs some of it, but it's in boiling, and the wood absorbs some of it, by your and also the, the, the vat is going to absorb some of it. And then, what are you going to say? And with the same oil, Mishkan, they anointed the Mishkan, and the, all the Kalim of the Mishkan, all the, all the vessels related to the Shulchan, every day of the Shivas Meimluim, they were being anointed. Okay. Uh, by the way, it's very timely with the parshas. We're starting this week's parsha with Shmini, the eighth day after the anointing. Um, and that was what they used for the kind of gedolim and the and the kings. Melech betchila tamashicha. Any time was the first time a king, uh, he had to be anointed. Melech uh, by Melech, if he was a king, the son of a king, then he would not need to be anointed. But uh, still, um, and the reason why that was the case, my time is Kumashchayu ki zehu, come and anoint him because of this one. This one, not the one, because here we need to establish that he is the king. That was by David. His father wasn't king, so since he is like the first, so then he needed it, but his son wouldn't need it. It doesn't matter when it comes back since it's not really a Yerusha as much. 
even if it is, it, that it comes out that his sons were more roi, and it's down ten generations that the, the Gadol's son becomes Gadol after him, nevertheless, they always need Meshicha. And all the exact same oil, as many times as it was used, generations, is still fully intact in the future. The word Zeh is Gematria 7 and 5, that's 7 plus 5 is 12. The same 12 looks still around. So nothing, it never got used up. It's, uh, that's the miracle about this oil. It was uh, never ending. Okay, now, bottom line is, it's miraculous from Al Fattaf. Okay, brings us to the next thing. We mentioned, as far as the anointing, that we don't anoint the kings. Once you mention anointing, we don't do it except on top of a spring. I want you to ride Shlomo on my mule, my special mule. Uh, that's mine. Take him to the Gichon spring. That's a, anybody who goes to Yerushalayim, you could actually find the spring. It's there. And, it was, um, and that's where you should be anointed. Yes, in Yer David. That's what you say, right? So I know with water, not with oil. No, well, well, one second. No, they do it by a spring. They don't use the water to anoint him. No, you use the oil and then on the spring. Over the spring, so by the spring, it, in front of the spring. So the spring is, a, is like a, a hint that is, Melucha should continually flow. So should anoint him the Melech al Yisrael. Now, Freg the Gemara, wait a second, we just said, but um, you're not supposed to anoint a king, the son of a king. Shlomo was a king, the son of a king. But because it was a machlokes, that's why they did. As we know, Adonio, who was a different son of David Melech, he said he wanted to be king. So therefore, he, um, because it was a fight, who should be king? So then you need to anoint to establish who is going to be taking over. Yoyosh, why was Yosh anointed? He was also anointed. The answer is, his grandmother was, it was his grandmother, was the queen, and she ruled with an iron fist. She killed out everybody. And Yosh, what? Ataliyahu. Atalia, right. She was not a nice woman. She killed out the entire family of David. But Yosh somehow escaped, and basically... Um, uh, when he was old, a little bit older, he was anointed to be king. And then we have Yoachaz, uh, uh, who was also anointed, who was a little bit older than him. And since he became king before his older brother, so therefore they, made, uh, they had to anoint them. Um, uh, now Yehu, and Yehu was anointed because of Yoram, who was fit to be king, even though they're both... Um, even though Yehu was also a, king, a Melech ben Melech. So the Gemara says, what kind of business? Yehu ben Yoram, licking Siv, Kumashreu ki Zehu. That the Pasuk say you should anoint him because this one. What does that mean? There's no requirement for a Melech Yisrael. The kingdom of Yisrael did not have that concept of anointing. Elio Achaz, Mepneyo, Yakim, Achiv, Shaykadamenu. So scratch Yehu from the list. It's not Yehu and Yoram because they were Malchi Yisrael. But it was true by Yehu Achaz and Yehu Yakim. Achiv was Gadol Mimenu Shteishanim. 
Velo Yoshiyahu Gonzo? What do you mean? But we just saw earlier on the page that Yoshiyahu hid away the anointing oil. So there was no anointing oil left. So yeah, obviously now one must realize that they did not have the oil anymore. So they used a different oil. What was the Pharisimon Nimshech? was anointed with just regular persimmon oil, whatever, a special oil. But it wasn't the actual anointing oil. Just as like a zecher, and that's the exact same thing. What they might have done with Yehu, uh, and Ye- because of Yoram, but the point being is, is that uh, it wasn't the true b'shemen amishka. Next thing in motion, amalachim elamin a keren. The proper uh, way to anoint is with a keren and not with a pach. Shol v'yehu nimshechu min a pach. They were anointed with a with a with a cruise of oil, and hoysa malchus and malchus haveris, and their kingship did not last. They were anointed from the Karen. Their kingship remained. Okay. We don't anoint king, uh, Kohanim as kings. Okay. This is a direct uh, uh, poke at the, at the Malchus Beis Chashmanoi, which was not appropriate that they should become kings from the Kohanim. Amar Rabbi Yuda. Antud Nadaria Al Shem Lo Yosur Shevet Miuda. That's based on the Pasuk Lo Yosur Shevet Miuda. Am Rav Chibarado the Man Yarechem Amamlachto Who Upano Bikerav Yisrael. It says Who Upano Bikerav Yisrael. So anybody who's Kerav Yisrael, Maxiv Asrayu Lo Yehla Kainem Levim, and it excludes Kainem Levim. So that's the reason why we have a special idea that Kainem and Levim should not be. We, we're not supposed to take kings from the priestly families. Okay. By the way, I think it has to do with the, it's the dividing of powers a little bit. You don't want. Um, oh, they're angry. They have anger issues. The That's what you think is the pshat. <laughs> I thought. I I thought, I I thought it had to do with that. You know, that it's a balance. You know, they're they're the priest and the family related to the priest, and you want the king to be separate. That there should be a bit of a balance. Um, one side overseeing the other, you know. When one steps out of line, there's somebody to rebuke him, and that's what I. That's how I looked at. Am Rabbi Yechonan, who Yechonan, who Yoachas? That this Yoachas that's listed in the in the in the pasuk is really Yechonan. I have Aksiv Habchor Yechonan. If that's the case, the Bchor was Yechonan. It says in the pasuk that Yechonan was the Bchor, and Yoachas. We just said that his older brother was Yoachim by two years. Gemara says Bechor Lamalchas. No, because he was chosen as king first. So that's what it means. Bechor, not the true Bechor, but it was the Bechor, the first one of the sons of, uh, of uh, who's it, Yoshio, to get uh, to become king. Am Rabbi Yechran, who's Shalom, who's Sidkiyo? Shalom and Sidkiyo is one and the same. Ah, could that be? But Xiv the Pazak says, Gimel Sidkiyo, the third son was Sidkiyo, but Rafi Shalom and the fourth son was Shalom. So how could it be? So the Gemara says, Gimel Taldais. Because no, it means that he was the third son, but it was the Dalit Lamalchus, he was the fourth to become king. Tzidgyo became king f- number four, okay, from the sons. Now, Tzidgyo, why is he called Tzidgyo? Tzidgyo, that, uh, that he accepted the justice because the, he was the last king. And Shalom Shabiyamav, Shalom Malchus Beis David, that was the end of the Malchus Beis David, and he was the last king, okay? 
Um, really, so the Gemara says, His name wasn't either of the two. It wasn't Shalom nor Tzidkiyah. Ela Matanya. His name was really Matanya. And how do uh, The king of Bavel, made Matanya the uncle king instead of him. And he gave him the name Tzidkiyah. That uh, basically, as a warning, that if you if you that you're going to get real judgment if you don't maintain your fealty to the to Bavel. Now, Amr Rabbi Yechonan. Also, so now we're getting into the dimensions of the Aron. Um, so uh, the Aron was built with an ama, a six tefach ama. As we know, there were different sizes of the amas that they uh, used: a five tefach option and a six tefach option. And um, so they used the six tefach option. That's what Shitas Reb Yechanan. Mantana ba'amashal shisha tvachim. Remeiri comes from Remeir. The Tanan Remeir Oimer kol amashal ayu bebeinianis. All the amas that are referred to in the Torah are the middle size ama, which was the sixth tefach ama. Rabbi Yudah Amar amas abinian shisha. Anything that was structural related was uh, six tefach ama. Shal kelim. Anything that was a vessel, so that was chamisha, was the five tefach ama. Al daite de Remeir, according to Remeir. Do Amar Ba'ama, so it comes out like this. Amar Ba'ama Shalvav Tvachim Haya Ha'aron Asri. The Aron must have been made with a six Tefach Ama. Archeshel Aron, so what was the length of the Aron? We said, Tesvav Tvachim must have been 15 Tvachim long. Wahaksiv Amasayim Vachetzi Arko, because its length was two and a half Amas. Do the math, two and a half. Two is 12, right? Archa Amsa, so. So um, that's how you get fifteen amas. Ksev amasayim v'chetzi arko amsa ashisa v'amsa ashisa. Each ama is, is six, so six and six is twelve. Opalgas amsa is three. Uh, so that's twelve and three is fifteen. V'arba luchos hayu bo. In this aron there were four luchos. Shnayim shleimim two whole luchos the regular the luchos that Moshe made and shnayim shvurim and the two broken luchos. As the pasuk says that you break them you uh, that you broke and put them in the aron. Haluchos how you call echad veechad archovav tvachim rachvo shisha. There were there the length was six and their width was uh, um, six. Okay. Um, the length of the luchos would go along the length of the Aaron. That means that there's going to be a gap of three tvachim at the end. Okay? Because it's, it's six and six is twelve. And then we got ourselves uh, uh, fifteen. So there's three tvachim gap. So each wall also filled up a half a tefach. Um, because after all, you need a, uh, you know, the, the thickness of the walls. We're measuring from the outside, so that's uh, another tefach short. So now, uh, so out of the three, we're now down to two. The cholkosim, the shtei There's two tefachim left. The sefer Torah, because there was a sefer Torah also put in there. Okay, rachvashal aron. The width of the aron tisha tefachim was nine tefachim wide. What's uh, nine tefachim wide? It was an am and a half. It's width. Amsa uh, ashisa. 
and there were four luchos, and now we're measuring the width side. We had two whole and two broken. So if the width was six, so then it went across six. There's six across, plus another three. There's three tvachim left. The thickness of the walls with another half a tvachach. And the other two tvachim, you need to be able to get anything out. As you know, you can't have things put in a box that fills the exact space and easily re, you know, remove it. You need a little bit of wiggle room that you're able to slip it out. You stick your hands in to be able to take things out, and that's what the, um, and that was the Shilut Makam, Shasefer Torah Munach, where the Sefer Torah was placed, and you'll be able to access it. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omer ba'ama bas asoi. He says, a whole different structure. It was actually a five tefach amma that was Aaron was made because mantana be'amma bas chamisha tefachim. That's Rabbi Yehuda. This is Rish Lakish who's going like Rabbi Yehuda. The Tanina and Taman Rabbi Yehuda Omer amas abinyan shisha shol kelim chamisha. And of course, the Aaron is a keli. Ve'in Aaron kli who it's a kli. So I'll die to the Rabbi Yehuda. Do Omer be'amma shol chamisha tefachim ha'yarcha. It was the length was uh, measured with a, a five tefach amma. So, Asli. So, therefore, Shneim Asr Tefach Omechza, there'll be 12 and a half was its total length. Dechsev Amasayim Bachetz Yarko. Amasayim is two Amas, each is five, and five is ten. Dechatzi Archo, that's Amsa Chamisha, Amsa Chamisha, that's five, and five is ten. Opalgos Amsa, and a half an Amma is Treopalik, two and a half. Now, the Daluluchos, we know the size of the Daluluchos, Shnaim Shleim, two whole, Vishnaim Shwum, and two broken. And its length was six, its width was six, six by six. The length of the Luchos went along the length of the Aron. Um, there was a half a Tefach left over because um, it was filled to full twelve, right? Six plus six is twelve. You have a half a tefach. Etz balakosel mekan, etz balakosel mekan, and there was uh, this in this version. The uh, it wasn't a full half. The the si- the thickness of the walls was thinner. It was only an etz by each side, the size of a of a finger thickness for the wood on either side. Etz balakosel mekan, etz balakosel mekan. Rochvoshal aron. So the width, for entire width of the aron, which is also shivat tefachim mechza, seven and a half. Tixiv, as the Pesach says, Ama v'chetzi rachbo, Ama chamisha upalgus Ama. So that's uh, another half, so seven and a half. Trey upalik, that's two and a half, at seven and a half. Adal luchas hoyubo, there were four luchas there. Shnaim shleim, shnaim shvurim, two whole, two broken. Tixiv, asher shibat, v'sam tamarun. Haluchas hoyukol echad ve'echad orchan shisha tvachim, who's six. So we got six stuck into a seven and a half. V'rachvan shisha tvachim. So ten rachvan lerochvoshalaron. The width was opposite the width of the aron. Finishdayer sham tefach umechza, and the space was a tefach and a half. Um, that's it. Etz belakoisel mikan, etz belakoisel mikan. Chazi tefach mikan, bechazi tefach mikan leshilut, and there was only a half a tefach on either side for access, and that's it.
Okay? Notice, in this version, the Sefer Torah was not inside. Okay? There was no room for a Sefer Torah. So it only carried the, uh, the two Shiva Luchas and the Luchas. And remember, we also saw earlier that there was a day that the Shiva Luchas was in a different Aaron than this Aaron. So that's, uh, this is not going like that. This is going like there was only one Aaron. Now, Kesar Otsa Bitzal is Aaron. How did uh, Bitzal make the Aaron? Reb Chananya said, Shalosh Tevis Oso. We're familiar with this from the, the Parsha that talked about it. It was three boxes. Time shows up two boxes of gold, the actual eight, and one of wood. Nasan shows up, bishalates. First, you put the gold inside the wood one. Bishalates, bishalzav. Then you put the wood one in the bigger gold one. Vitzipo, ksiv, the ksiv, and the tzipiso shows up. Tar, it says it should be coated with gold. What does that mean? Vitzipiso shows up, tar, mi bais mechutz. From inside and outside, matam lomer titzapenu, lavi svaso el yonot, and even the upper lip. It also was covered in gold. So, like, but that's what it means. As long as it's completely encased in gold, so the inner, that's how we understand it, that the inner uh, gold box, like, was sticking out a little bit, um, you know, bent outwards to cover the top of the wood. Anyway, so there was no part of the wood that would be shown. Okay, love is first So, it was a single box. Okay, uh, and by the way, this is a little bit um, interesting because Rashim Ben Lakish is the one who said that it was a little bit smaller. I don't know if you noticed um, when you're making something out of three solid bo- boxes, a gold box, it's going to have to be quite thick. A wood box and another gold box. So then, that was uh, not truly coated. It was a solid box. It had to be it's, uh, pretty thick. That's why it was. Uh, in the Tanakama is going that in the three box version, and that's why it was uh, half a tefach thick. As opposed to over here, um, this is Reb Shim Ben Lakish Lishitasu holds like Reb Yehuda, who says that it was only an etzba thick. That's because the wood it was just the thickness of the wood, uh, three quarter inch, whatever I don't know what size wood, and it was just coated in gold. And since it was coated in gold, it's much obviously can be much much thinner, and that's what we're saying now. That's version B. It's Machlokas. Right. Um, and that's what... That first was Ruchananya. The second one is Rav Shem Ben Lakish. Amar, Teva Achas Asot, Tzipo, Dixim B'Tzipi, So Yisrael Yisrael Tar, Mibayis Mechutz. Now, Matam Alomar Titzapenu, what's the extra line Titzapenu teaching? Amar, Pinchas Lahavi Ben Neser Leneser. Each box, so to speak, the walls were... Each wall was coated in gold. So it was first, you know, so obviously every side had a, um, was a separate piece of wood, and then they were attached together. So they were first coated, each piece of wood, each board was coated in gold and then attached to each other after it was coated in gold. That's, the, that's how it was. Now, Kate said, okay, so uh, you had a question? Why? It, uh, how was it broken? That's the question. Into, you know, well, we don't know how it broke. We don't know what way. No, that's not right. You, Moshe became rich from the part that he etched out in the Luchos, in the new Luchos. 
not from the Shivrei Luchos, from the part that he etched out from the new Luchos, that where the letters were, he had to, he cut out some, he carved. We had it two, two pages ago. What? Moshe became rich of the little stones that he took out by carving it. The letters. Right. It was sad, but the first five, he carved out so much, he made enough money, so the second five was very short. We'll see. I'm going to get into what was written in the Lucas. That's right now. Okay. Yeah, it could be it was it could be it was like sand. Who knows? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. All right, he, he th- right. Well, can I finish the daf? Well, let's finish the daf. You'll ask afterwards. Okay, How were they written? That's the most famous opinion. Five on five, five on each luach of what was written. That's Tanakam. That's from Chananya ben Kamliel. Rabbanon Ami Asara Luachzeh, Asara Luachzeh. They each had all ten written on them. Okay. Or Dixiv Vayegel Lachem as Brisa Shetziv Hashem Eschem Laasos Aseres Advarim. That's Asara Asara Luachzeh, Asara Luachzeh. Ten on each. Rab Shimon Yechayomer Esrim Aluachzeh, Esrim Aluachzeh. Twenty on each of them. What is the twenty Dibros? Dixiv Vayichtevein. So it was written twice on each Luach. Uh, uh, all ten, all of the ten dibros. Okay, al shnei luchas avanim esrim malochzeh, but esrim malochzeh. Rabbi Simai Amar Arbama, there was forty. Why alochzeh? But Arbama alochzeh forty on each loch. They chsim mizel mizel ktsubim because it was also rained front and back. So that's each one is again forty tatruga, which is um, that, that's I don't know. There's a, a word I don't know. I don't know how to translate meruba, uh, like in four. Okay. Chananya ben Achim Rabbi Yeshua Omer ben Kol Dibur v'Dibur Dikdukel v'Os Yosel Shol Torah. Each one of the Dibras that was written in afterwards, some in, the insights into this, like a Rashi, you know, explaining all of these Aseris Adibras. Dechsev mimulayim b'Tarshish ki Yamaraba, like the great ocean. What does that mean? Rabbi Shimon Melakish kad Avamati Adin Karya when he came to the pasuk. Havamah Yafalim Tani Chanani Ben Achir Rabbi Yeshua. He taught me beautifully. Ma'ayam Azeh Ben Gal Gadol Gal Gadol between the two big waves. Galim Tanim. There's always these mini waves. If you ever go in the ocean, you'll notice that there's like a big wave, and then in between there's these miniature waves, and that's exactly Ben called Kach. So too, being called Dibur v'Dibur, to Kelvos Yosel Shol Torah, there were explanations and further elaborations written into the Luchos. Amar B'Tanchumi is Kashes Kumi Repinchas Asik Rebuta. Question difficulty according to Rebuta will Asik Rameir that seems to prove like Rebuta and not like Rameir. My time to Rebuta the Ksiv Pshan Rebuta is written Lakoches the Sefer Torah Zeh v'Samtem Oso Mitzad Arum Bris Hashem. It says the Sefer Torah was put. Mitzad Arum Bris Hashem, not inside, next to. It's a riot that there was no room inside. Al Daita to Rebuta, do Amar Eichan Hayah Sefer Torah Nason. So then, where was it placed if it was next to it? So it says Kemin Gluski Asum Lomim Bechutz. They made a little platform outside by Sefer Torah Nason Misocho, like a little add-on to the Aron that they sort of put it in. My time to Rameir, Tixiv and Asat is a Kapurus Al Aron Milamala, Fehala Aron Titan is a Eidos Asher Etena Lecha. So that's another shot that sounds like it was inside. Fehala Aron, do that. 
There's no order in the text. Um, and that's why it says that you cover it, and then you will put it in. in. Really, you have to put in the Eidos first, and then you put the Kaparis on top of the Aron. Rabbi Pinchas B'Shim Rabshim Melakish says that Torah Shenosna Loya Kodesh Baruch Hu Moshe Nosna Eish Levana Charusa Beish Chayra. It was white fire uh, etched in with black fire. He Eish Muvleles Beish Chatzuva Meish. So it's He Eish Muvleles Beish. It's mixed with fire. Chatzuva Meish. It's hewn out of fire. Then a Suna Meish, and it's given from fire. Dechsev Mimino Eish Das Lamo. So that's the description of the words, black fire and white fire. Anyway, and that's the Torah. Okay, we'll stop over here. Thanks for enjoying.